Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. Become a Coast Insider, and you can hear this complete conversation as well as recent shows featuring guests discussing new cases of the troubling cattle mutilation phenomenon, worrisome instances of clandestine CIA torture, and the evidence that the lost city of Atlantis may have really once existed. Check out these programs and many other fascinating episodes waiting for you in the Coast to Coast Archive by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Leanne Thomas with us, internationally recognized medium and channeler for angelic realms. Leanne has a love for helping others with their own spiritual gifts and teaches a variety of developmental classes from intuition to angelic connections. She is the creator of Angel Cards. We'll talk a little bit about that as well. Leanne, Merry Christmas. Welcome to the program. Gosh, thank you so much, George. This is like a dream come true like a Christmas present for me being here on the air with <laughs> you. Right. I mean, I've been a fan. <laughs> Merry Christmas. This is your gift, right? Thank you. How did you get interested in angels? How did this happen for you? You know, they were interested in me. So when I was very little, from the time I can remember, about the age of four is my first memory of having a connection to the angels. And all my life, I've had knowings and intuitions. So it's not something that just sprung on me as I was older. It was something that I know that I came with into this world. My first memory is running into the kitchen and my mom saying to me, "Um, what are you doing, Leanne? And I was grabbing a glass of water and I told her, I'm getting some water, then I'm going back to play with my Barbies and the angels. (laughs) And so it's like a flashback when you remember little things when you were a kid. So it's something that I know that's always been with me, the angels have. Did your mother encourage you or, or try to dissuade you? She absolutely tried to dissuade me. As a matter of fact, she came into the room where I was playing. Um, she was taking care of my baby sister in the other room. My other brothers and sisters were at school, and so she comes in and she sits on the edge of the bed, and I'm playing on the floor with my Barbies and the angels. And she begins to explain to me, that God's real, Jesus is real, the angels are real, but we don't see them, we don't talk to them. And being a little kid, I'm just like, okay. And so it wasn't something encouraging. And I grew up in a small town in the San Joaquin Valley outside of Fresno, California. So you weren't going to grow up and be the weird people in the neighborhood, right? You know, we were a good Catholic family. And so there was no way she was going to encourage that. But it is something that runs in my family. What have you learned over the years about the angelic realm? What, what does it mean to you? There's, there's a hierarchy of angels or the angelic realm. They are evolved souls. So over eons and eons of time, they have evolved. And so think of it this way, um, it, it, just to, to make it simple. God found these evolved souls and came to them and said, I've got a job for you. Would you like to do this? And the angels, given different jobs and different hierarchies of them, said, yes, of course, I'd love to. I'll be an angel. So as an evolved soul, they took on a role or a job to help out in different ways according to God, God's will, and their soul's path. Now, does it bother you sometimes when people think angels are extraterrestrial beings? It doesn't so much bother me other than I would like to pass on the correct information 
because there are extraterrestrial beings, and there's a um, multitude of different kinds, some that are non-physical and some that are more physical. But the angels are a whole different race of being. They're different from what some people call the Nephilim or mm -hmm. the Watchers. They're different beings than them. And it's okay if people don't know or they're confused or they're not sure. Uh, I have a personal connection, so I know the difference. It's, I'm not going to be angry at someone for having misinformation, though. When you talk about evolved souls, what do you mean by that? So think of um, every human life um, or any life, God created souls, any, so in the beginning, let's just, to simplify things, all souls were created and created at the same time, but they took different paths, went in different directions. Some souls started right away to work on growing and evolving and um, learning their soul. So we have experiences. Just think in this lifetime what you've come for. You've come to learn and grow and evolve your soul mm -hmm. through the experiences of being George and being a man and uh, your career choices and your parent choices and then being a parent and all of the things in life that make us us. And we live lifetime after lifetime. So over time, our soul evolves. It goes forward in some direction, some of us very slowly and some of some very quickly. So over eons and eons of time and developing in different realms, um, different dimensions, they have come to a place where they are beyond the need to come back and work on growing or, or evolving their soul. They've mastered um, not only the physical world, not being human, but other physical worlds and they've mastered the lessons that they needed to to be a master of a certain kind. And so they, therefore they became angels, or it was a choice within what they wanted to do to become angels. And once you go forward or you evolve forward, you don't evolve backwards. So that's also another reason there wouldn't be a fallen angel or angels that fell or even fought God. Well, I wanted to ask you about that. Biblically speaking, how do, how do you... How do you react to that when it does talk about angels that have fallen? It's, the, it's a pervasive thought and a mass consciousness thought within um, our society. And I believe it began and got started for either religious or control issues. And they, the world, in some way, or leaders of the world, needed to make sense of also bad things that happened, or evilness, or darkness. And there is evilness and darkness and beings that are evil and dark, but they would not be angels. But they needed to make sense of these things. And so we knew that there were angels, and angels go back through recorded history and recorded time as far back as we have recorded history and time. So they just globbed on to or hung on to the idea that it would need to be like a, a section of angels or fighting and warring, and that's more of a human nature. Our human capacity is to fight or be a warring, and the angels are not like that. Um, it's been very clear to me. I was raised Catholic, so I wasn't raised with the belief that there wouldn't be a Lucifer or a Satan or a fallen angel. I was very much raised with that belief. So at first it was very hard for me to grasp or understand when they were trying to teach me these things um, and, and bring me to a greater understanding of it. So I'm, it bothers me that 
people would think that angels or there could even be a war in heaven. It wouldn't be heaven if there could be a war in heaven. So they're just, they're not fallen. They can't fall. They don't go backwards because, once again, they're evolved. We don't evolve backwards or we don't evolve towards darkness. We all beings evolve towards light over time. Is there an angelic hierarchy? There really is. Um, There are um, angelic, um, they call them realms, and there are realms within just the angelic beings. Some don't even have anything to do with humans or what goes on on earth or even in our, um, our universe. So within the hierarchy, the ones that work most closely with human beings are um, our guardian angels and also the archangels. But there are a few others that um, like hold up universal laws. Um, dominions do that. Um, the cherubim hold up what um, God regards over time or the movement of time. I know that sounds weird, and I'm not sure. <laughs> um, even within my concept or my understanding of my mind, some of the roles that some of the angels have, I don't know that I could ever fully understand. Um, but there are different a hierarchy. The highest um, that I have seen and only been given visions of and talked to from my angels and from the archangels are the seraphim. And I believe that the seraphim, because they do come and help the world and our world and others at different times, especially in the beginning or when knowledge is first, like when mankind was first opening up to knowledge. But I believe that we have misconceptions of um, dragons. I believe the Hmm. seraphim are... are, um, they were thought of as dragons, and that's why we have dragon images in almost every culture of the world in different spots of the world dating back, you know, thousands of years. And it's the images that they've shown to me when I've seen them is of, it look, they look like dragons to me. So that's what I think they were. Now, tell me a little bit about your views on archangels. So the archangels are overarching and helpful to all human beings and in a very non-judgmental way. So you don't have to be a perfect person or a good person to get support or help from the archangels in that realm. They, um, they have various roles and tasks, and they have been given names. They've been, they were given names because they were working more closely with mankind in, you know, before even biblical days, like if we would go back in time to Samaria or things, that the angels were more prevalent of showing up in people's everyday lives, like more people like me that connected genuinely into the angels, more people had experiences just like I would have today back then. It was more common. And they named the angels are those that worked more globally with people or, say, groups of people. So, for instance... Archangel Raphael works with people and their health and getting them to be more health conscious or working with anything that needs to happen with healing. So they were given names, and we can go back and trace the archangels back in time. Now, guardian angels, of course, uh, are obvious to most people, but let's get your take on them. Well, we all incarnate with guardian angels to support our path. Every person does. I mean, you can be the nastiest person on earth who we would feel doesn't deserve to have them. 
but all people come in with angels. They're like our cheerleaders. They don't have names because they never lived an earthly life. They grew and evolved their soul even before the earth was made or the earth came into being. And so when I hear other people that say they connect to angels and they start giving people the their guardian angels' names, that's a red flag for me, but certainly they can be named by us. But essentially, anytime we are fearful or we're worried, we don't want to do something, we don't believe in ourselves, we're struggling, they'll work with our energy to try to get us to open up, let go of the fear, and take a chance on something. Now, in your case, when you said you were a little girl, they came to you. Mm -hmm. So you don't think at any point, regardless of how young you were, that you summoned them up? No. We all have them. And the summoning, uh, that's an interesting term. So we can, in a sense, summon them for our needs based on whatever's going on in our life or our concerns, but we have other beings of light that also work with us, guides, um, our loved ones in heaven that have passed on that want to support us in our life to move forward. So through prayer, um, through a heartfelt wish towards God, to any, any direction of that will bring them forward or summon them. But I always just knew that they were there. I knew that they were around. I could sense them around other people. I could sense them um, in places. So I just had a greater awareness for whatever reason. Don't know why. Maybe it was some people are born to be basketball stars. Some people are born like you to be an excellent interviewer. And maybe it's just the way I came in and was born, what, what I was born to do. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.